Welcome back to the Speaking and Communicating podcast. If you are interested in leadership development, improving your workplace communication skills, and overall self-improvement, this is the podcast for you. Today, I am joined by Zamia Batroa and will share with us what it takes to network and the power that comes from networking. And before I go any further, please help me welcome this entrepreneur, real estate investor, Hi, Zamia. Good morning, good afternoon, whatever time it is in your part of the world. Um, retired military. I have a background in organizational health and culture because I was EEO, um, equal opportunity specialist. Majority of the time I was in the military. So I've had an opportunity to work with a very, very diverse group of people. I ended up in the organizational and behavioral programs based on that experience I got from the military because I needed something that could parallel with what I absolutely loved. And that was like helping organizations heal, helping organizations grow. How long were you serving in the military? I did over 20 years and retired. I have heard that some veterans struggled to transition from military life to corporate life, so to speak. Was that challenging for you? I didn't transition over to the actual corporate side of it. I went to the educational side, like, you know, I'm a substitute teacher. I wanted something that was going to take up a lot of my time. However, did I feel like the oddity, the pressure? Yes, I did. When I came out and I put together my resume and just understanding the different lingo, just communicating, which is so, so different than what it was in the military. So that can be very intimidating. After the mil- your military experience and retired, what was the first thing that you did? A year before I retired, I told myself, let me step into real estate. So I start uh, real estate investing at that point and kind of just continued on. I developed my own strategy and I think I have a good strategy in place. But after that, I retired, got settled here in Las Vegas, and I start thinking about what I absolutely wanted to do as far as business. Maybe six months out, I knew that I wanted a legit logistics company. I knew that I was going to be a doctorate student one day and I knew it was going to happen. I chose my dissertation when I was in my bachelor's program and I knew that I was going to want to do something for that demographic of people that are coming out of prison and they're unable to find those great corporate jobs that are paying good and offering medical, you know, they always get like the bottom of the barrel. So corporates feel like they can top change them? It's the stereotype. But a lot of these corporate and industry businesses, they hire them because we have that work opportunity tax credit in place through the federal government that pays them or or gives them a tax break for hiring Mm -hmm. that different demographic of people. And yet those benefits don't transfer to how much they pay them. It does not. But they also do not give them the opportunity to be onboarded. Beautiful, professional, concrete, organizational onboarding that. But they won't get that. And they don't have mentorship programs nor is it mandated for them to have a mentor for at least 60 to 90 days when they get on the job in order to help with recidivism. So that's one of the first things, you know, my dissertation is going to be around trying to affect that work opportunity tax credit and see whether or not I can nudge the government to mandate that mentorship program for prisoners that are coming out of prison. And aren't you going to be more productive? Job satisfaction, upfront understanding and training, and you also get the network working piece because you got to get to know all the people that you're working with. Now you kind of alienated from the group because wow. of stereotype. The trucking company. You don't know much about a trucking company. <laughs> 
but you really can just start somewhere. Like we say, fail forward, get started. I prayed about it. The Lord told me exactly what job to do in order to help, to really be effective. I'm afraid of those big old trucks. How would I even be have a business that have anything to do with a truck, a big semi-truck? Whenever you obey that feeling or that calling with inside of you, you don't change it. You stick with it. All things will begin to fall in place. You know, I hear people say your net worth is as large as your network. That's right. Your network is your network. I think it sounds like really good, you know, especially if I said in front of my third grade class, they probably really <laughs> fall right into that one. But what I feel like it lacks is it lacks that genuine personality because people know when you're fake, even when you're out there networking, they know. Of they know because sometimes people are not always apt to share. They're not always open to really share a lot sometimes. I like to mentally record what's going on in the room before I get up. I sit in the back. Read and the room. I, yes. So that I can kind of seek out the people that I might need to talk to. And it works every single time. Please every take us through it step by step. The last networking event at a country club, I wasn't even supposed to be there. Okay. <laughs> However, when I put in my information, they asked you your, your business. It was actually for real estate. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. I'm not a realtor, but I put down the trucking company and they told me I could come. So of course I'm going to show up. I began to, you know, really kind of connect with people as, as I walk in. I'm a smiler anyways. That's extremely welcoming to anyone because sometimes you don't see those that often and they be real. I didn't want to sit up front. Two reasons. One, I got to scan the room. Uh -huh. Two, I feel like I wasn't supposed to be there. So I don't need to sit up front so they can call my name. I found me a little nook in the back and I had a seat back there and they put us to a table, to a round table of about eight people so that you could talk. They weren't really talking. So I was just like, okay, I think what we're supposed to do is give each other's card. You know, let's share cards. So I took out my card and I began to give everybody a card and I began to take their cards and that broke the ice at the table yes. because that that's what we're there for. It said networking. We must practice the skill, right? I sat there. I end up sitting by a very nice individual that was giving me all types of little nuggets. He had me writing stuff down on a pad, acronyms, and it had absolutely nothing to do with real estate. It had more to do with networking, little nuggets that you get about your personality, who you are, how you treat people. I sat by a encyclopedia of networking or something. After he filled up so good, I told him, I said, I'm about to get up and I'm going to start networking. I'm going to go talk to someone. And he says, okay, have yourself a ball. I've done this so many times. I'm not going to get up and look around everybody's chitty chatting and I see an individual standing away from everybody at the front uh -huh. and I say that's who I'm going to talk to so I go over he's extremely tall guys and of course you know I have the event going on the conference going on in pitch mode so I give him my elevator pitch for my conference uh -huh. he didn't smile he didn't know he didn't do anything so I didn't know if it was effective at all <laughs> So finished. And then he says, well, what do you do? Are you a realtor? I was like, well, no, but I do real estate investing. And he was like, so what are you doing here? I said, I'm networking. But he was very cold. And I say, well, it was a pleasure meeting you. Do you have your business card? No, I'm already out. I said, that's okay. I have plenty. You can have mine. And I gave him mine and I kept going. You were not discouraged just because of his response. Oh, no, 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 no. Mission wow. was not accomplished at that point. But we are headed towards it. I got to sell the conference and get people involved. Got to get some community people involved so we can make this thing go. I ended up going back and it was like this little table. It was a bunch of males at the 
table. It was so inviting because I was like, yes, I'm going to disrupt all of them. So I went over and I told some jokes and talked to them and we all exchanged cards. And I told them about the teacher's conference and I told them, but you guys can't come. So I can only just give you information that's going to, you know, tantalize your thoughts because you can't come. Later, after we finished eating, they did a whole little open up. The young lady that was co-partnering put the networking event together. She said, we don't have a very large crowd, so I should be able to meet and greet with everyone. So if you see me, pull me to the side. I got my opportunity. I give her that elevator pitch because you have to always stay in character. You can't right. ruin it. And you know what? She blew me off. She did. Doing good. So you know what? Gave myself a break. This one speaker comes up and this man is amazing. He's actually speaking with us. A poet that will blow your mind and he knows all his poetry by memory. Beautiful poetry. So I am just intrigued and in my heart I'm like, I need to get him to speak at this conference. <laughs> so when he's done doing his spill, he goes way over on the other side in the corner. So if I get up, everybody's going to see me move. So I got up and I get to him and I give him my elevator pitch and he says, I'll be delighted. There you go. Great. He comes in. I see him. That's the UFC uh, Hall of Fame guy. Yes. Loved it. I was able to connect with him. When you're networking, you find something that you can connect with the person Uh and feel very comfortable about doing so. No matter how the other end of the communication works, you have to understand that you have to get your information to whomever, even if it ends up on the table, someone else might pick it up. Just like that other guy earlier who wasn't very responsive. Yes, but I did get one with the poets. So after the UFC fighter retired, stops into speaking military, how about I used to sing the national anthem for the UFC groups that would be in Atlanta, Georgia, because I was connected with the combative center down in Fort Benning, Georgia, helping them stand up their UFC gym. And this was back in 2003, 2004. So when I approached him, I said, I have something I want to sell you. I know everybody want to take a picture with you. I'm going to sit here in the corner and I'm going to wait until you get done. He says, okay, no problem. So after everything's calmed down, he calls me over, I go over and I give him my pitch and he loves it. And then I say, can you go all the way back to 2003, 2004 and go to Fort Benning, Georgia at the combative center that was just about to turn into a UFC? He says, oh my God, yes, I was there. I went down there. I used to go down You're there kidding. and um, help out with training and do a little training myself. We connected on that. That's a part of that thing in the inside of you that attracts you to the people that you need. You have to know that that person that you need is out there and there is something between the two of you that is going to just connect. Right. It did. He's someone that you just can't get in touch with because he's a celebrity in a sense. I didn't get back in touch with him until like this past week. That was a really good example of how you have to bring everything from the inside out. Networking is not about the outside and then we introduce a little bit of the inside because you have to get that person that you're talking to to trust you enough to share those that good information. And guess what? People who have little kids, they always want to talk to me about something. If it's not That's the spelling bee. Connect on. Uh-huh. Yes. Now to the finale to this. I'm talking to everybody. I feel like I had already given my pitch to the people I needed to give it to. Networking is not completely about let me give myself to everyone in the room. That makes sense. Because if it's 100 people, you're not going to be able to do it anyway. But you have to be strategic about the ones that you choose. It's an art. Right. It's a strategy. Yes. Say. Yeah. So, hmm. so I'm on my way out. The one that co-hosted, well, both of them blew me off. I'm on my way out and she grabs me by my arm. She's, oh my God, come take a picture with me. And so I took a picture with her. And then she says, I am so glad that you did not leave because I want to 
help you with that conference. I want to introduce you to the team. Really? She was like, yes. And I do have some other opportunities for you as well. Wow. But I didn't know. So you have to prepare your seed. Like I had my elevator pitch ready because Uh of course I was there to sell my conference. So that's kind of been my thing for networking. When I incorporate that into the business side, I'm able to pull people in through that little bit of connection that we have because they're going to want to know something about you. And you need to be prepared, open up about yourself and find a way to connect with people through that. Yes. Once you get that connection, now we talk about, I have a trucking company and I have no idea what the heck I'm doing. We all got to start somewhere. And then that's when people start saying, hey, you know, this, I know that. And it kind of comes together. That's the beautiful side about networking because so many people are connected to so many other people. My uh, sergeant in the military, when I first made sergeant, got my little stripes, the buck sergeant. He says to me, be mindful of what you do, who you are and what you become. Because now that you're standing on the right side of that formation, Everything to the left is what you affect. All of the soldiers that stand to my left, it was really important for me to understand who I had to be in order to work that large group of soldiers. And just like those third graders, no matter what anyone says, yes, they will be somewhat like their parents, but they're going to be exactly like a lot of their teachers. So you're creating these little oh, mini me Teaching in Korea. <laughs> I was also under the impression that everything starts at home. So whatever they become, mostly home is affecting them. I'm just teach them English. <laughs> You'll be surprised how they absorb you. You're, you're going to affect all these different people as you move along. And you want to make sure that you're affecting them in a very genuine and positive way. People mm-hmm. love happy people. No one wants to grunt. Of course <laughs> not. We just go to the other room and leave you groaning in your own. Yes. I worked for this one general and he, always, he had the meanest face, but he was a nice person. One day I had all the courage in the world and I told him, I said, I know you're going to go and say your speech. It would really help if you smiled. And so no one has ever suggested that to him before? And he looks at me and I'm thinking to myself, oh yes, I'm about to do push-up. And he says, you know what? No one's ever told me that. Oh, you suggested that. Weren't you afraid that it could have gone the other way? Being an equal opportunity specialist in the military is no joke. I'm a person of courage. Just because the ground is hard doesn't mean it can't accept a seed. That is true. The way you make a person feel, that's what they're going to remember. Always. Always. First impression is the last. And if you can get past that first impression, you get an opportunity for them to see what you look like in the second one. And you want to leave something there. Some people will take it. Some people won't. That means you have connected with the right people for you. Absolutely. But everything starts inside of you. You have to bring yourself and your vision out. People love to hear about your vision, your purpose, your plan. I try not to focus on, am I going to get any money from anybody when I when I network. Not the um, way to go about it. Because when you get around people who are accustomed to someone asking them for money, they know. Just like how um, we jump into celebrities asking for autographs. Yes. They identify with you and whatever you're trying to do immediately. Mm. Um, so can you imagine me trying to sell my teacher's conference? And they're, oh, another person that wants something. But what caught them is the passion. I'm doing this out of my own funds and this is what I need 
need help with because I match that up with something that's going on in the nation right now. And it's like the teachers are resigning. Right. So right. whenever you're networking, you need to make sure you bring your vision in there with it because that will help. That's how people get to know who you are. But do they but really know? What's going to make you stand you out out of all out of the business cards? You have to take your vision in there with you. You got to take it in there with you and share it. Be very bold about it. There's no dumb idea. I love lazy peoples because that's how we got a microwave. <laughs> That's how we get all these fine gadgets to make life more convenient. Much easier and more convenient. That's right. So your vision, meet it up with however you want to present yourself. If you're not accustomed to talking, you need to start practicing communication skills. That's the reason um, we have this podcast. You can be at all these networking events, but it will not affect your network if you're not really networking. But some yeah. people have this idea that networking means you go to this conference, 100 business cards, and you just hand them out and say hi I'm Roberta next and you just do that instead yeah. of actually like you said have a conversation sell them your vision be prepared with your strategy and that's the most important thing it's not a fast paced thing like I said you're not going to have time to work the room you just got to scan in and choose the ones that you know you want to talk to and be mindful of the things that you're looking for I looked for for that individual that was just standing away from everybody and that's who I approached wouldn't mm-hmm. the one that's being approached by everybody give you the impression that there's so much more that they are doing and people recognize that in them and so that's the person you should be targeting as well because I think a lot of people would be on that mindset I just knew he was over there by himself when we finished that little segment and I went and sat back down he told me that he's the guy that's over this whole thing so I did talk to the right person and I was also invited to the next whatever the thing they do you're gonna be there I'm a social butterfly so that it drew me to him because social butterflies like to affect everyone even the ones that are all quiet and standoffish when I went to the networking event in LA and I had to take a shuttle from the airport to the taxi stand. And I was standing by this older man, short, little scruffy, but we were standing right next to each other. So why not have a conversation? Start the conversation off and ask him who I was. Come to find out he is a meat broker for the two national meat industry for the US. And I'm like, wow, you know, how long have you been doing this? He said he started out doing this one little thing here and there in the third and he had his own farm and then he graduated to doing you know brokering between the slaughterhouse and restaurants you know I gave him my elevator pitch and so I gave him my card and then he began to ask me about the consulting group and I said I'm fairly new I did not want it to be mainstream just yet but because of the conference taking off everybody wants to know what's going on with my consulting he was like you know I could give you some really good insight on growing it he says a lot of people would not think so but if you look up what I do it should convince you that I get passed around a lot of money millions and millions of dollars that's what I do I will come and speak at your conference as well and then he began to talk about he has his own uh, grass-fed meat brand that he has in the store nice and he wants to get it into the schools for nutritional purposes and because I am a third grade school teacher uh, I stood before the school board and gave my pitch last week 
So I am not afraid. I will do everything I can to help him fulfill his vision, even though I'm a tiny person. You know, I, I don't have as much reach, but of course he doesn't have the reach that I have. He's not an educator. So you are but in I a can space him. that you can help him reach. He's in a space yes. he can help you reach. Definitely. That thing that we connect with, don't be fooled. Just because they're on the shuttle, just because they're on the train, those things mean nothing at all. But he was very enthusiastic about giving me whatever information I needed to help grow my consulting group. On top of that, I got all these fine individuals that own their own companies that are coming on the speaking panels. Me being one of them. Yes, 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 yes. I left LA with two speakers, two more speakers for the business panel. Conference. Uh Yes. And I left with a photographer that's going to come and do the photo shooting free. What? Free? When? Yes. When you put your vision, you can't be doing something that's outside of that. There's Mm -hmm. some vision in that trucking company because that is solely for those people that are coming out of prison. And then there's something in there for consulting. Just the word consulting alone gives people the idea that I am a master networker. And then being a third grade teacher, pulling it together, I had to show the community that I was serious. So I pushed through my consulting group, the conference. So there are certain strategies that you also have to do. You have to take some time and get some peace so that you can sort out all these ideas in your head. If you don't sit down and put all these ideas together, it's just a lot of words. When I came back, I went through and I sent emails to all of those business cards. Thank you so much. Talking to the Asila Golf lady, first Black African-American female that has a golf apparel company. Wow. So I'm talking to her and we're we'll just talking about her whole layout. You know, I'm not into merchandising. I don't know much about that. We're going to develop, revamp one of the projects she has going on for, so I can use it in August for me. Okay. When we got off the phone, I just thought I could have apparel that's only for a consultant. Touche. Whoa. I'm like, what kind of apparel could I use to draw them in? Humor. I spent my entire day making slogans to go on t-shirt. And I opened up that side of my merchandising on my consulting site. Whoa. It's called the Hilarious Consultant Collection. The Hilarious Consultant Collection. Yes. Yes, yes. And I came up with some really funny ones. One that I can't remember, it says consultant. We tell you what to do, you do it. (laughs) (laughs) That's simple. (laughs) I think it's about 13 or 14 slogans that I made that are already there. I put together a collection with my logo on it that is the IIDENI signature collection. You can't make any purchases right now, but you can definitely look at all of the merchandise. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen some on your website. Yeah. Yeah. So the store is, it's almost ready. Every industry has its own consultants. So I think I'm going to make a tab where we have some in there that are in different languages. Let's go ahead and go, go big yeah. or go home. Yes. You got to take the time to process all the information that you get when you network. When you go and do these networking events and you have like a focus, you're trying to get help, information or whatever support. You don't want to talk to too many people because that is what you got to ha- You got to keep all this information in your head. Okay? Quality so, over quantity. There you go. You know, you can collect all the ones you want as you move around, but you only want to give that attention and personal 
time to certain ones, specific ones. I mean, sometimes I have no idea. I'm just manifesting things to come to me. I was in that conference in LA. Uh, I said to myself, oh my God, this place is so dry. None of, none of these booths have music. This is a marketing conference. And if I'm a consultant, I don't look at these networking events as if I don't belong there. I don't look at it you like that. You cannot come with that energy. No, no way. I'm focused on my reason for being there. As I'm floating around, I end up, and guess what I hear? A jazz band. And you playing. were looking for music. And I was looking for music. I am so confident in what I ask for or what I need at, at a moment. You don't entertain doubt. It's going to manifest either way. No, I do not. I do not. I do not. The biggest takeaway that I could give anyone when it comes to business is it has to be linked to some passion, some part of the vision, or it's not going to really succeed the way you want it to. Uh -huh. If you're in it for the money, mm, some people, they get what they want, but there are others who can definitely get more when they tie their vision to it and it's much more sustainable and long-term if it has yes a, you, know. you you enjoy doing what you do that adds that layer of job satisfaction the big picture helping right. more than the people around you but helping all of those that are outside of you who all can i help if your vision is only for you and five people your networking is probably not, not going very to short term thing. yeah but if you see yourself your vision and you place it in the bigger picture mm -hmm. The world is going to open up to you and you will find yourself talking to a meat broker. So have a bigger vision. Come prepared. Yes. Quality over quantity. Be able to know how to sell your vision. Pick mm -hmm. the right people for you. Yes. All those things. Mm -hmm. When I got into my doctorate program and I was so very serious, you know, because in my mind, I've got to get this done because I have these people I'm supposed to help. If my vision is something that goes beyond everybody, there are some things I need to change about myself. Then you get to a place where you're satisfied with where you are in your uh -huh. life, but you're not drawn to just the money aspect of it because we got to get the vision fulfilled first. Even much, sharing, who you share your vision with. A lot of corporate places where I fit some of those positions and I can make, you know, six figures without a problem, but I'm happy. I'm satisfied where I am. I need funds coming in so that I can build my businesses so that I can be of assistance too. There were, in the IOP field, there are so many students that are looking for internship. Mm. So right now I have, have to teach them the networking aspect as well. I have four internship positions. Those undergrads get the experience that they need through a consulting group, through internships for them to develop themselves and become mm. great consultants through my company. When I tell you about vision being beyond just you, what you're listening to is vision thinking. It must have a ripple effect. Can't just be about must. vision. And vision will put you with the people that you need to be with whenever you hit the room to network. There's yeah. probably somebody in there that has an inkling of information that could take you to the next level. Exactly. You know, if they don't have it, they know someone else that possibly has it. I'm addicted to it. I absolutely love it. So now I'm trying to go to everything. I'm like... <laughs> I don't you, even you, know, to do that. you have gained so much experience from it and you can see the fruits of it and you're learning the skill which you can talk mm -hmm. to people now and that's why we are having this episode today so thank Definitely. you so much for being here oh, you have shared awesome. such a wealth of information that's going to benefit yes. us and, and to you guys out there if you want to check out the website it's iidei org. flip through those pages and you know maybe you can pull some information from it to help you start your 
consulting group. And is there any other social media handle or website where they can find you or just oh. IIDEI one? There, mm-hmm. they can find me at IIDENI.org or they can find me at Appendage Logistics. And if they put Las Vegas, Nevada behind it, they'll find it. If you put it in the comments, my name sometimes is hard to spell, Z-M-I-A. Bertad, you can find me on LinkedIn. You can find me on Facebook. Thank oh, you yes. so much for being here. This has been wonderful. Thank you for having me, Roberta. And I, I hope I reached uh, or met the goal that you were looking for today. Even more than my expectations, you've exceeded them. And more than anything, like I said, even now I was able to take some of what you've shared. And the next time that I'm at a networking event, I know exactly what to do, what to look out for, how to navigate the room and how mm-hmm. to, most of all, sell my vision. Thank you, Roberta. Thank you for being here.